Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to The Daniel Baldwin Show. This is Anthony Munoz, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN. Hi, this is Bruce Smith, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show. Hi, this is Cornelius Bennett, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show here on ESPN. Jim Kelly, you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is Chris Berman, a.k.a. The Swami. I am predicting that you are listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Dean Kane. You're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio, and so am I. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. A woman on the <laughs> and welcome to the big show. Sitting to my left, Kerak Josh. Yeah, he needs no introduction. <laughs> Paulie the Mole to my right, and directly across from me, his honor himself, the fabulous and incomparable Joe Salzone. Counselor? <clears throat> Your honor? Uh, so, He's the one on trial today. <laughs> well, but no, he, he, you know, to sort of speak... So the, let me open with the Mega Millions was won by one individual ticket holder somewhere in South Carolina. Um, he will collect over half, I'm sure, with state taxes and federal taxes. So he, he stems to make about a billion dollars. Good luck, and, and, and I'm very happy for this person. Um, but in the office, we decided because it was so big, we would chip in each of us a buck or two. I ended up, I think, chipping in five because Forrest had no money. Forrest, I don't want you to pay for me because what if I win? We're like, hey, if you win, everybody wins. It doesn't right. matter. He Forrest comes. thought it was his money to, for him to win the whole thing and no one else. Like, each ticket was going to... Yeah, this is what I'm dealing with. I don't want to be indebted to you, Daniel. If I win one billion, well, here, I'll still owe you two dollars. <laughs> but, but here's where, where my head went. So there was a list of the tickets and photographs of the tickets so you knew that you know it was on the up and up. Mm-hmm. And then there was a list of who paid what. And I'm the only one that paid, so it was two for Forrest and three for me. So would I have taken a $3 portion of, of the winnings? Uh, you're the guy who would have been the lawsuit. Well, I look at it and I'm going, would I have taken, everyone did too, would I have taken a different portion of it? It would have had to be divided up in a certain way. Wouldn't that have to have been? I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. It's well, these one. say the only person that did not participate in the office in this Joe Salzone, and <laughs> so, it infuriated me. I was like, why wouldn't you do it? Because if we had won, even even if we had won one of the smaller prizes and pulled out a mill, you know, you would have been the only person who didn't get anything. Yeah, and it would have fulfilled my lifelong dream of coming to work and not being around anyone. But like, but if we had won the smaller prizes, say we each got... Fifty thousand, sixty thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. You would have been okay with it, like yeah. you. you I've never bought s- a lottery ticket in my life, and I never will. I just, I, I don't believe in it. But it's you, as you, simple you, as that. So I, I'm more, I'm more interested in. Let's go for the the big one. What if we had won? What, just think about it for a second. <laughs> what if we had won, and everyone here got. Two hundred million dollars. Yeah. You wouldn't have been like, "Are you kidding me?" For two bucks, I, no, no regret. You just said, no, "Bye, I, everybody. Enjoy no. your life." That wouldn't have made you suicidal. That would have uh, that would have made me suicidal. No. I mean, what if I'd been born six foot five? You can ask that question all day long about anything. Yeah, but six foot five doesn't get you hot hookers and good food. Wouldn't yeah. <laughs> 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 hurt. It's true. Now, now wait. So, Josh, let's expand on this now. Had a, a, an on mic moment yesterday where he said, "I would continue to do my job. I wouldn't quit my job, but I wouldn't take any pay for it." I'm trying to understand that too. I don't know. I, I, I my point was that my in a 1.9 or six billion dollar 
ocean, my salary is a drop. I know, but, but your point, I, you did make a good point. Donate it to somebody. Was that a sacrifice to the gods? Oh, look, I won't even take my pay. Maybe, maybe it was. Me, maybe, like, I think that's what it was. Maybe it was. I was it trying was. to make a, I was begging to the higher powers. Your Honor. Please. <laughs> oh, allow it. Never thing. work for free. Never. Yeah, no, no. There's no I'm doing it, but nobody else, should, <laughs> nobody else should ever have to do that. Well, I had a uh, a, a uh, well-anticipated meeting with the Great One. I, I want to ask you one question before you get into Tell this. me. What, what would someone of the Baldwin stature have done had they won? What would you do with the winnings? I would have, no question, I would have taken a vast majority of the money and donated it to a, a lot of different things and built some things. And yeah, for sure. I mean... I, I would venture to say the first thing I would have done was taken way up, probably three quarters of it. Rehab and centers? Rehabs would have been stuff, things to do with children's charities, research. I'm much more interested in research for disease than actually treating people because I'd rather find a cure. So, Would uh, the family dynamic change now that you're wealthier than Alex? Well, I've always been wealthier Ooh, than Alex. He just nice. has more money than I do. Ah, <laughs> I like it. Fine um, words. Uh, but... Uh, no, no. You know, honestly, when for someone to say that a, a large amount of money, you watch some of the changes that they go through. I don't know how much I would change. Um, I've certainly never been an uber wealthy person like that before. Mm -hmm. But remember, I come from a family which is the oddity of having four boys in a family that have had some success as an actor. My father was a school teacher, mm -hmm. so we're not Sheens or Carradines or Barrymores where we've had generations of actors in our family. My dad was a school teacher. We didn't have any money with six kids. Um, you know, we were definitely the the least nice house on the block, you know, and that kind of thing. We lived, you know, beyond our means, I think. Uh, so, you know, to look at uh, at having, I, I, I always tell the story, the first TV series I ever got, and my, my agent told me um, what the offer was. And she said, well, they're at 13,500 now. I'm going to counter at 20. And I said, well, you're not going to lose the 13500 are you? And she went, no. And I went, and how many episodes? And she said, 10 episodes, you're guaranteed to be in every episode. It's in your contract. I said, great. Well, that's over $1,000 an episode. And she started laughing. And she went, no, Daniel, it's $13,500 per episode. And I and, and, and again, that's not a lot of money in TV. But when your father made $20,000 a year with six kids in his best year, or 22000 back in the 70s and early 80s, I looked at that. I had to pull the car over. I, 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 I almost crashed the car. I started trying to do the math, going, okay, so that's 135000 and she's got, and I'm thinking, did they really pay you that much money to stand there and say, I, I was that naive to the business, I didn't know, because it was very early in my career. So to win that kind of money, no, I don't think it would really change me that much. I don't. I think it would change the circumstances of my life quite a bit, mm -hmm. and the things that I would be doing and you know, philanthropically and, and stuff like that. But no, I don't think Can so. Can I ask a question about the Baldwin brothers? Yeah, tell me. Did you guys have a conversation when you were young that we're all going to become actors, or did one brother become an actor and the rest kind of followed along? Well, Alec and I were making movies at home um, with my father's 8 millimeter camera that he used as a coach on the football team. So in the mid to late 60s, we were in full production at our house making movies. So we have copies of all the movies. Um, so 
I knew I had a taste for it. I acted in high school. I was in the drama club. I did a lot of theater. My brother did a lot of theater. Nerd. Um, yeah, we were nerds. <laughs> well, that was that was quite the that was quite the uh, the, the uh, dynamic. Uh, you know, the, the to walk off the football field as one of the better football players on my team and have my friends go, "Hey, Baldy, we're gonna go have a beer." And I go, "I have rehearsal right now. I have to go." And you know, my friends laughed at me. I'd be lying to say my 10-year anniversary wasn't a lot of fun to go right, to. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because by that time, I'm on a primetime TV series, and I walk into my 10-year anniversary and go, I guess it paid off going to rehearsal, huh, boys? How's the landscaping business going? You know, so, I mean, no one, a lot of people, including my own father, you know, said to Alec, because he started, we went in chronological order, and he started first, and my father said, please, don't do this. This is, you know, this is a bad move. Go to law school. And then his his final thing, because my father passed away at 55 years old, he said, um, you know, just go to college. Go to college and have something to fall back on. And, and uh, he only got to see Alec on a daytime soap opera for a very limited amount of time. So he before. never got to see the four of you. Never got to see it. I, I never would have thought, particularly Billy. Mm-hmm. Stephen had some interest in singing, dancing, and theater. But Billy, I, I never saw Billy do a single thing in drama-wise. Right. Billy had somebody walk up to him at a party once and went, Hey, have you ever thought of modeling before? And he was like, "Yeah, oh, all right." And, you know, yeah. Next thing you know, he's the Calvin Klein man. Some stats, if you guys want, on the lotto. Yes, yes you, If you had won, let's say it's a, let's round up to a billion dollars. Take a billion dollars. It was one six. But let's just say you take the taxes out, billion dollars. Right. You would have in interest every day seven hundred and seventy thousand dollars a day. Just if, an interest. If you just put that in the bank and took five percent interest on any savings account, you would have seven hundred seventy thousand dollars a day. Cool. And never have to touch the money. I would love, I, I, if I could, and I lived in South Carolina, I'd say to this guy right now, I want to track you. I want to see your shed, you know, see whatever right. you live in. And I want to track you for the next, imagine what this guy's going to do. I think do. your life becomes miserable. I, I really do. Because if you go public with it, you are just inundated with requests for, I, my grandmother's sick, my child's dying, Everybody knows you've got this money. There's people. There's stories and stories of people who've been taken hostage and murder threats put I, on them. I know what I would do if I if I was in that position. I would turn around and I would immediately go to someone that I know that has millions of dollars. You, everyone knows somebody yeah, that's got right. that kind of money, and I'd say, "Listen, I won. I'm the guy that won. I need you to give me five million dollars, and I'll give you seven million dollars back as soon as they give me the check. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, some ridiculous interest on it. Right. And then I'd go. Far away and have lawyers handle the whole thing. Right. I, I would be in. I would be somewhere in Italy, in sure. a villa somewhere where no one can get a hold of me. I would take my kids, or whatever, and I'd be I'd be long gone until the dust settled. Mm-hmm. For sure, the murder thing worries me. Like if people think that you have a life insurance policy on them, right? So I would be like, the first thing I'd say, if I die, the money's going to charity. <laughs> None of you are getting it. Say so it's so gone. It's all gone. Don't if you me. take the payment route and you don't take the lump sum. How does that work? Is that inheritable? Uh, yes, it is. Right? Yeah, so so it's inheritable, but they pay you back heavy. So like your first pay, I was just seeing the first payment on this one would have been uh, eight or twenty four mil, and then the last payment would have been sixty mil after twenty five years. So right. they they so it's kind of a back heavy. Yeah, who doesn't take the 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 front? Well, you well you get more money if you take the payments. Yeah, you get more money, but you, what you're not allowing for is that the seven hundred and ten thousand dollars in interest a day, times a hundred days is seven million. It also you prevents know. the idiot. No, that, times ten days is. Yeah. but is it also million. prevents the idiot that wins that blows the money from blowing the money. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. and that's good 
when it's 900,000 and you could blow 900,000 in a, in a year, you know what I mean? But when it's a billion... And Have you getting... seen these people do it? There's TV shows. People oh, blow hundreds it. of millions of dollars in in two years. Hundreds of millions yes, in two years? Yes, they go out and they buy these outrageous Forget about the houses. lotto people. Look at all the athletes that can blow through $100 million. But here, here's the difference between that. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you the difference. Because I've gone through quite a bit of money in my <laughs> career. Uh, not that kind of money, but, but you know, a lot. I've made a lot of money in my career over 30 years. And you get used to a certain lifestyle. And, and so the problem is, is that a lot of athletes and a lot of actors or, or singers or people that make, you know, higher money, especially than you're used to. So you get used to having this car and mm. then your wife has this car and your house payment is suddenly 9000 a month and you're because you got a big 6000 square foot on the ocean in Malibu whatever you did and, and suddenly you start getting into 45 and 50 and you're not getting you're not the action star guy there's another younger guy that's that's better looking than you and he's in better shape than you and you know you're and and your income starts to slowly decline we have a story today about A-Rod and his, how much money he was making when he first had to pay out his $115,000 a month in child support and alimony. Mm -hmm. And so now he's going back in and reevaluating, saying, look, I'm not making, I'm not even making nine, 10% of what I was making back. I, I've lost about 90% right. of my income since you made this decision in 2008. Why would I still have to pay a million and a half dollars when I make a three million a year? Mm -hmm. you know, you're taking half my money now. So, so but, but it's kind of the same thing to think about. Um, people don't plan. You know, I, I look at a guy like Mike Tyson as a great example. Now, he's a guy, he didn't play in the NBA and, and make 10, you know, million, 10 million, 12 million, 20 million, and then started slowing it down. He made 100 million a shot like five times, mm -hmm. you know. Then he made 50 million seven more times or something. And he has nothing. He's, he's, his net worth is like $2.5 million. Well, right Derek now. Coleman's the same story. And Derek Coleman, I think, was a. He was a he invested he badly. invested badly. I mean, he was just too nice of a guy. Like there'd be his buddy from Detroit who wants to open this business, or this person needs help, and you've got a guy who was a first round pick to the Nets making. I mean, Michael Jordan level money, right? Right. Yeah. Well, they there. showed they showed a breakdown just recently, and he's the all time most money of any basketball player that he made in his career ninety three million dollars. Derek Coleman. And he's got nothing. I mean, he's probably got, probably got a couple mil, but they, he's not, not 93 mil. They say the reason most people blow their money, I was just looking, is they buy these extravagant... They show this guy's house who blew it. He had two Maseratis in his driveway in this mm -hmm. huge mansion, and he doesn't realize the insurance payments are like a million and a half yeah. a month on the house and, and the taxes cars and, and, and like you know, your property tax yeah. and all that. So. Yeah, the, the maintenance of all of it. Um, but, but when you're... The, the point they're going to make, and we'll go to break, is that when you're from almost nothing... You're probably not going to go, at least I wouldn't think, and a billion dollars is way different than even 10 million, 20 million. Yeah. You know, it's a billion dollars. Yeah, that's a lot of... You know, unless you're going to go go buy an island, you know, that you have to maintain the island or something, you know, or some just unbelievable property, you know, he, he could go blow through the first... Three hundred million, yeah, and right. not, you know, six hundred million, and not really have to worry about it. I would be in a log cabin by myself off the grid. So nothing would change. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I wouldn't be in a one-bedroom apartment by myself with my dog. I'd be in a log cabin with my dog. Wow. Sell zone. Let's just, and I, we, I know we got to go to break. Hypothetically, uh -huh. let's say you played the lotto and you won a billion dollars. What would Joe Selzone do with one billion dollars? Oh, God, this is crazy. Buy a house? Okay, so now you've got 999 million mm -hmm. left. What would yeah, you, you know, do? I, I, to be honest, I've never thought about it. 
Because it's never, it's not going to happen. So why spend any time? You have about no it? like. You've f- never had a fantasy. Like, there <laughs> it is. Wait a minute. We just got the answer yeah. to it though. By eliminating having to play, he doesn't have to think these thoughts. No. He doesn't have to complicate no. the Joe Sal zone. Like, but, I'll allow it. You've yeah. never had a Thank fantasy you, of unlike crazy wealth. No. Like if I no, never. like not even winning it in the lottery. Say you just. Nope. Even not, in your imagination, you can't have fun. <laughs> like, well, even well, in pl- pretend. Well, well, let me ask you this. Have you ever been in someone's house that's worth like 500 million? Like, have you ever seen like a giant mansion you've been in someone's house? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so you never got, man, I would be sick to own no. this crib. No. Because no. it's just, it's not who I am. I don't care. I don't care about stuff like that. God, you well, suck. After your house, just give me one frivolous thing you'd buy. Yeah, what's your fun? What's your fun? Thank God he's having this conversation with us and not with some hot chicken. I know. Because <laughs> yes, I'm really good at stuff like that. I don't. I, these are thoughts I don't have. I That's don't amazing. care. I'm not even, even enjoying pretending. Okay, 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 okay. Because I enjoy my life so, now. So, Why do I want someone else's? So, 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 so you win. You know, uh-huh. and, and you know, you don't win though. You, you, someone gives you a ticket as a Christmas present, uh-huh. and it wins a million dollars. Is there a secret vacation you want to go on? Nope. Is there, there's not a country you want to go see for a nope. couple of weeks. And not at all. No. Have you traveled the world before? Or? No, I don't. I have no interest in it. He I just really want to be in Auburn. <laughs> I like. My, I like my. Would life. you, you buy can Auburn? Like, you can. Would like you buy Auburn? <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah. If you could right, buy fine, Auburn, I would buy the city of Auburn. Yeah. So there you go. You wow. can like your, your life, life and still want things. Yeah. I, know. I don't. I have what I want. I, is there this a, is your. This is your dream. Yes, Josh. I enjoy my life. Why is that so goddamn hard for you to understand? Why is it hard for you to understand why I burst into the Great One's <laughs> office and demanded Joe Salzone as my there producer? Because like I wanted to fulfill his life fantasy. I get that he's happy and he's living his dream, but I just like... There isn't a cardigan at like the <laughs> Charney's you want or something? No, I, I'm not a materialistic person. Apparently, you guys are. Oh, I I'm so not. Am. Do you know what I'm so doing am. right now? Anyone that can watch on Facebook? I'm writing down a list of all the things I want when Joe wins, so you can, <laughs> so can buy them for me. He'll give you all the money. I guess. Let's go to break. Hooker? We'll be we'll be back. No, stop. He's told you his answer. Go to break. I'd get a hooker. I'm so excited. It's time for. Um, I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control, and I just can't. Um. So what? It's unlistenable radio. You understand the me? Daniel Baldwin show. Hey now, you ready, Josh? Josh, I'm ready. Bring it to me then. The New York Giants continue to sell off players as they have traded Eli Apple yesterday and then this morning, or uh, I guess at 8:30 this morning, it announced that they traded All-Pro nose guard Damon Snacks Harrison to the Lions for a pick. Not so what? I mean, I I was talking with Forrest about this when I got in because he was all you know bummed out at being such a Giant fan. It's a far sale. It is. It's what he said. It's a fire sale. Uh, what does this say, though? I mean, it's a smart thing to do. I think this is what Gruden is doing out in uh, out in Oakland right now, and 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 I think that the Giants are doing the same. What does this say for Eli Manning, though? You know, I mean, uh, honestly, you can blame a certain amount on protection. You can blame a certain amount on on a variety of things. But Eli's not having a great year. There were. A couple of uh, throws that he made last week with receivers wide open that he missed. Um, you know, I, I mean, I really think this is the end of the era, obviously. Uh, I don't think he gets a swan song next year. I think Eli's done. The question will be, what will the Giants do in the quarterback position? I uh, I think they just ride Eli out this year, and then in the offseason they either 
trade for somebody or you have to roll the dice that somebody's going to be available in the draft to you because they're going to have a high pick. So That's sad. Sad to see them go out this way. As we uh, prepare for the Syracuse-NC State game on Saturday, quarterbacks Eric Dungy and Tommy DeVito are both not doing interviews this week. They're both unavailable for interviews. I like it. Wow. Now, by whose design is that? Probably the coaching staff, so the NC State has to prepare for two quarterbacks instead of one. Hmm. I like it. I like it, too. But They're keeping uh, it under wraps. I don't know. I think he's gonna. I think he's. I think they're both gonna play. Yeah, they definitely. I think they they'll both see action. I wonder how he feels about that. How Dungey feels about that. Oh, I was listening to the show yesterday when I wasn't here. I was listening out in Utah. Sorry. Well, I and I agreed with I agreed with your take on it. Whereas I agree that Dungey starts. I don't think Devito starts yet, but I do I think it's a short leash, like you guys had discussed in extensive detail yesterday. I think that Dungey he gets a couple series, and if he's not doing well, then he gets pulled. But I. I I think it's a short leash for Saturday's game. Is there a possibility, Paulie, that... I am going to take both of your phones and throw them out of the studio if you both pick them up one more time while we are on the air. I am going to kill you both. Okay. okay. My phone. You're saying that my phone's out of my right. hands. God. God. <laughs> Sorry. The, so, so, sometimes the boss and me kicks oh. in, and I want to murder oh. both of you. I right. see that. Well, well, sadly for you, as I'm replying to a variety of things, including social media that has to do with the show... While I continue to keep us relevant and on the national circuit, uh, with my meeting canceled with the great one today, <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll talk about that next segment. <laughs> a, lot, a lot that has to do with anything as we go into our seventh consecutive week on national radio on Friday. Um, Dungey, Dungey's going to play. No, 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 no. Yeah, he'll play. Listen, I, I, what I wanted to ask you is, and, and what I would do if you're going to commit now to play them both, why wouldn't you play them situationally? Why wouldn't you play Dungey, you know, and 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 suddenly bring Devito in on a third and long, you know, where you want the arm in there, and not do one guy gets a whole series, another guy gets a whole. I, I bring him in and out. That would yeah, be, absolutely. I, what about putting them both in the backfield at the same time? Oh, <sighs> like the Steelers used to do with Cordell Stewart mm-hmm. and yes. O'Donnell. Yes. You don't know what the hell's going to happen. You never know. You still um, suck this year. <laughs> According to OddsShark.com, Syracuse still opens as a one-point favorite over NC State on Saturday. Wouldn't touch this game with a 10-foot pole. You wouldn't touch it? No. No way. No? You don't know what Syracuse is going to show up and what You're going to have to make a pick for the team. For I, the, uh, it, well, it's basically a pick em, So It's Syracuse I'm minus leaning, one, actually. I'm leaning, leaning towards NC State. Wow. So you think Syracuse is going to lose the game at home? Yes. Where are you going, big dog? I'm not ready to make a pick yet, but I... Oh. I would, I would say because yeah, you have yeah, so much more no, I, statistical I to, information to I go through. I need to speak with the players one on one. I need to get in the locker room. <laughs> I got, I got babes, ready. I got babes on hold right now. No, I, got, I, th- I think not ready to make a pick yet. <laughs> I got a lot to chew over. That's so ridiculous. No, I think that Syracuse has two more wins left in them this season, and I hope Saturday is one of them. But uh, after this last game, I don't know how much I love them beating NC State at home. Well, I, if the game was on the road, I could see. But um, at home, I think it's going to be a fired-up dome, don't you? Yeah. 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 See, this is why I don't want to touch it, because I, I don't know. I'm leaning NC State, though. Wow. Um, today is ACC Media Day, by the way. For hoops. And one of the quotes coming from Tyus Battle, he said he was asked about the G League opportunity. The minimum pay to G League is $125,000. 
Uh, and he said he still would have gone to college, and a lot of his players would, even if he was offered $125,000 to go to the G League. He says he loves being in college, he loves playing for Syracuse, and he would have still gone to college. I, I think the G League, is the money's nice, but if you go to a college like Syracuse Duke, you're building a brand for yourself. People are going to see you on TV, which, you know, which is priceless compared to $125,000. Repeat my whole argument from when I said he wasn't going. Yeah. Repeat my whole argument. He, he services himself with a potential Final Four team. I don't agree with the preseason ranking of Syracuse. I think they should be higher than I think he should be like number 10. They're going to be tough. They're going to be a tough team to beat. People are going to be really worried about, especially coming here and playing us. And that includes Duke. Yeah, look at you. <laughs> don't think don't think we can't shoot those Dukies down. We can. And finally, we had a conversation off air to wrap up your So What about buying football teams. Had If you had won, <laughs> if you had won the Mega Millions Powerball, yes. would you buy an NFL football team? I found the Forbes ranking of valuations. There are three you could afford. The Bills? Who are the three football teams you could afford okay. to buy? The if Cleveland you won? Browns. I don't the, know. Uh, the Buffalo uh, Bills are one. The Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills might be one. Buffalo Bills are one. Okay. Buffalo so, Bills are the cheapest. So, uh, the, so the Bills, you got to go by the market. Um, uh, ooh, so Jacksonville, Seattle. Yeah, I would put Jack- Seattle Seahawks. No, I would put Jacksonville second. Jacksonville, you could buy. Jacksonville Jaguars? The three teams you could afford okay. would be the Buffalo Bills, the Detroit Lions, uh-huh. and maybe the Cincinnati Bengals, depending on valuation. But they're at the very, very... High end of your... Meaning just cash up on Cash up. Right. What would they be? They're 1.8. So you'd have to, like, you maybe could get them for 1.6. You could probably get a loan. If you put 1.6 down, if you put 1.6 down, you can get a loan. I know you can. could say, all right, I'll give you 1.6 for the team. But you had a great point to to Dummy Neil that, all right, so now you own the team. You still got to pay the people that... Yeah, play on the team. Yeah, but, but, but you're forgetting that the team has an, a, a, a certain evaluation of how much money it brings in from the fans, from the TV. From, so it's not like you're just buying the team and you got to shell out all the money. The team has an income. So, you know, that's how they're paying their players. Okay, we're done. <laughs> we're going to go to break? That's it, yeah, that's it. Scintillating radio. So what brought yeah. you by Wildcat Sports? Open <laughs> Camillus, Wildcat <laughs> Sports Pub. God. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now, and we're back. Um, so, so we were talking on, on the break about uh, um, the expansion, the potential expansion of this show of going into two hours, uh, and and I was waiting with bated breath to meet the great one. Uh, we've been waiting for a couple of weeks for this meeting, and uh, I got canceled. I think he's playing golf. What is what is he doing, Paulie? Uh, he's got some paperwork to fill out. Oh, he's got some paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> was it a crossword when you puzzle? say it like that, that's... Yeah. it's a crossword puzzle. He's got some I think he's got a big deal that happened. He's, he's got, got to he's got focus to, on. He's got, he's got oil fields. And, oh, yeah, exactly. Okay, denied. He's got oil fields, diamond mines. I get well, it. Well, I mean, it's only, he's almost doing you a favor. You're wearing sweatpants today. You gotta. I came ready. <laughs> he's got to be flexible. Yeah, <laughs> he's got to be ready to get to the game at any point. I'm so I can pull my pants down really quick and bend over. That's gotta, what I was waiting for. You, you got bumped for 24 hours, right? No, no, no. I'll, my people will get a hold of your people. I, I got that one. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's all right. That's all right, because I have plans for the show. Would you myself. like to hold the meeting with uh, operations manager Paulie Sibilia right oh, now? That's or? a great idea. I mean, he's Josh. here. He's the he's, he is, he is he's the voice second of, in charge. He is the voice of Galaxy, yeah. isn't he? And he has 
open line of communication with the great Ed Levine. Mm-hmm. I've already laid down the gauntlet on you two today. I do it. My phone is on I my am, hand. I know, but I'm, I can keep it out of my hand and still play with it, though. <laughs> I'm banning s- phones from the studio starting so besides tomorrow. Besides that, that very important ruling that you've made, uh, where do you see the future of the show going, Mr. Sebelia, that you'll be presenting to uh, the great one in the near future? Uh, what, do, what would you like to see happen? Positive things and stuff. Great good. Very detailed. Yeah, yep. No, I, w- I would like the show to go another hour. And... All right, so there's one move. So, so I'm going to write down these notes. So <clears> as <throat> our operations manager has suggested, uh, one, show goes one more hour. I yeah, think the yes. show should be available on more platforms. Oh, okay. Exciting. Okay. And, and, and so two more platforms. And mm-hmm. so, and f- can I ask, for instance? For instance, television. Holy, Maybe this is innovative thinking. This is a this media is ahead mogul. Of his time. It's a time. It's a Ted Turner of Syracuse Radio right here. <laughs> yes. yes. I also think Polly Savage should get more airtime. Polly Savage. That's denied. Yeah, that's denied. Don't even mention my name in that meeting because anytime you do, it'll be a noob. Yeah, if you want to butter the butter the bread, you say we're going to have Polly talk less. Be like, if, if this thing goes longer, Polly's talking less. Well, let's get let's get a couple more suggestions. Do you have anything you want to throw in there? I'm on board with everything he's saying. I like what he's saying. Do you have any suggestions personally? That you would, that you would... Um, Talk some more sports. That I can't help with. That I got, <laughs> that I got no help uh, with. Believe, is that, we'll, do, well, if we do another hour, obviously yeah. we're going to expand on sports. Yeah. Where do you see uh, the show um, in as far as Syracuse is concerned? Do you see that as more national sports or we expand more in depth on Syracuse? Uh, I think you have to do both. I think this market, you can't ignore this market. It's it's our, it's our bread and butter. It's our home. Mm-hmm. It's yes. our home. So, but maybe the second hour is more of a a national I see. brand. So what about the opportunity hour. to maybe uh, hit up uh, Syracuse and Utica? What it's always mean? an option. Okay. Mm-hmm. I could probably do that myself. If uh, All I got to do is go to the great one and say, hey, can I do this? And you'd either yes or no that, and it mm-hmm. could start tomorrow. I'm not quite sure I understand that suggestion, the, the Utica market. We're not in Utica now? No. no. But all the other sports shows are, correct? No, they're not. They're not. No. Just Why? Brent? Just so, Brent and So, so once Utica's getting Levitard now? Yes. Why would they dare do that? Wow. <laughs> they're, they're missing a So that's obviously Utica. the top of the list right there. Well, you would think. I mean, we're, we're pretty topical about the area, so and we have lots of fun on the show. So Utica Market... Okay, so I then can go when I email this to the great one and say, Paulie Sebelia thinks, and I can write down this list, right? You're comfortable? Yeah, I'm absolutely uh, comfortable uh, with that. I, I like would have that. no problem with that. And Paulie's requesting 100000 a year, I believe. <clears throat> Make sure that's on the list, too. Oh, well, one thing for sure is you should come in and deliver it <laughs> And they us. do know what time the show is on. Yeah, the salespeople should probably know that. But, <laughs> yeah. put that down. Hey, could you put that down, Daniel? The sales staff should know what time the shows are on. Now, when you take your yeah. incredible morning show. Thank you. Okay. Number one show here at Galaxy Media, I might add. Um, <clears throat> but it's not a sports show. No. Uh, but... Do you ever sell stuff for your show and you get credit for the sale? No, but it's an it's an opportunity. I know that the great one is fine with it. I mean, he's op- he's always open to the sales. I don't have the time to do it, but I know that he's not opposed to it. So if you lob in some big cat that you know here in town, they would they would green back you I in think return. You your back scratched, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like that. They always are taking submissions for new clients and whatnot. So yeah, like say you knew someone at the Wildcat Pizza Pub who was going to bring you free pizza. 
you know, they won the best of Syracuse. They best did. Best place to watch they sports. They did. And, I, I personally have been there with my music. family. Have you been there yet? Probably. Yeah, we been go there a few a times. Lot. We go a lot. We eat their food. It's real good. Yeah. Real I get myself good. a calzone. Forest? I've never been there. Never been. Forest? I've heard nothing get but out. good things. So. Get out. <laughs> I don't live here. I don't <laughs> live here. Goodbye. Well, make time. Make time to get over there. Make wow. like a forest and leave. Oh. You want me to drive 45 minutes? <laughs> yes. Go. Goodbye. Sometimes it's worth the drive forest. I just threw him out for not, not yeah, supporting, supporting a client. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Next time, lie. What about this great pizza place? I've never been. I ain't driving out there. There you go, forest. That's how you do it. <laughs> we got to right. take another quick break. Right. Take another quick break. We'll be right back. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey, now. And we're back. Wildcat Pizza Pub showed up with our pizza. Boom! Four pies, baby. Four pies. Four pies for three people. That's all we need. We'll give Forrest one. We'll go. We'll let people give a little smell around. Come in here and smell the pies. I literally walked through the office and told the salespeople to get their eyes off of our pizza. I heard him as what's, we walked by. He, what, yeah, he said that. What's going on at the cat this weekend? This weekend we've got uh, our Halloween party. Let's talk about that for a minute. We've yeah. got our Halloween party on. Do I have to go like this? Yeah, our Hall- get in there. yeah. Our Halloween party is Saturday, or excuse me, Friday. Good call, Nick. Uh, from eight thirty to eleven thirty. Sexiest contest? Um, I'll be there. There's different costume contests, but one of them is yeah. We'll do sexiest. Sure. Yeah, um, nice. I'll be the judge. <laughs> you want to come and judge? We can have a celebrity judge. I'll, be, I'll wear a yeah. speedo. Paul oh, can be our celebrity judge. He can dress up as Tony Gwynn, and that, that, <laughs> that'll be it. That's it. Um, uh, eight thirty to eleven thirty with the the. The phenomenal local band, Dangerous Type, um, they are just killers. They're great. They're they're you know they're, they're great music, uh, classic rock, all sorts of stuff from the '80s that I love. Um, Saturday we got Syracuse football at seven o'clock, right? Which is um, a big game for them. And then uh, Sunday we got NFL football, so it's a great weekend for us. That's, just, that's a big weekend. It's a power pack. Weekend. Let me ask you a question, and this always is fascinating to me. You you own a sports bar. You got the NFL ticket, right? We have the NFL ticket. Yeah. What what? Fan base is most represented in this town because uh, I'll give you each a shot to guess it, and it, take the Gi- the Giants, the Bills, and the Jets out of the equation. Really, right? there's always- if you each had a guess of at least at our place what NFL team aside from those three Packers. is strongest represented. That's New a good England guess. Patriots. That's a good guess. See, I, I either go. Philadelphia I either go- You're both incredibly wrong. But those are good to, guesses. I go, see, I'm down to three: Cowboys, Dolphins. Steelers. Oh, and yeah. I would say the Dolphins. I'd say the Cowboys. Believe it or not, it's the Dolphins. Why? And, and, it's it, you so know weird it, in this it is. town. It, it's, it, now listen, we got a great group of Steelers fans. Nikki's a Steelers fan. We got a great group of Giants, Bills, Jets, all that stuff. But the Dolphins, and maybe it's just because they all wear jerseys. And so they stand out a little it's, bit. And maybe it's more logical than that. You know how many it's, people it's, it's, from it's, up it's, here because of the snow snowbird and go down to Florida? Yeah. A lot of them, and that would probably be the reason why. I, I call it the Dan Marino factor. Yeah, that's who we grew up with. A lot of people yeah, grew no, up yeah. with Marino, and their moms thought he was hot, and they... Their moms all, thought he was hot? Yeah, and they yeah. all follow mm. the Dolphins. Is that why you still put the Speedo on? Yes, and my <laughs> Marino jersey. Yes! <laughs> yeah, it's around. the Dolphins, man. It's, it's a good guess. That's wow. pretty smart, intelligent. It's, it's a weird like thing it. in this town. The, every bar I go to, there's always this weird smattering of Dolphins fans. And it I'm might also be because Bills hate them, that you, your brothers like the Bills and they hate the Dolphins, so you kind of jump on that Dolphins bandwagon. New England in Buffalo this weekend. New England in Buffalo, yeah. What do you think? 42-point um, win. Well, <laughs> I, yeah, you know, I, I got to be careful because we do get a lot of Bills fans. I think um, 
I think New England's going to take the game, obviously. I don't know what the line is or the spread, but I, I mean, it's going to be 14. Yeah, it's good. I think it's good. Can the Bills get negative points? Is that a possibility? <laughs> they got well, five. Here, here's the problem. Yeah. It, statistically, I've always uh, I've always told people this: interdivisional home dogs cover in the NFL over seventy percent of the time. So two teams in the same division. Once the Jets are playing New England, the Jets are at home. Even if the Jets stink, they have a tendency seven out of ten times to cover. On Monday Night Football, they cover over ninety percent of the time. So this is exactly that scenario. Is this one of the 10% where it's just so obvious New England's going to roll on them? Or is Buffalo because – and the reason why is because on Monday Night Football, this is that team's Super Bowl. This is the one time Buffalo is going to play in front of a national audience. So they get really, really fired up to play a team like New England at home. And suddenly you get burned because it's a 10-point game and they keep it pretty close and they play well. Did you see the stat that the uh, – is it Todd Gurley? Has scored more points this year than the Buffalo Bills collectively. There's a stat out there for that. I mean, that's that's pretty interesting, right? Is Josh Allen so, going to play? Uh, I don't know. Is he game time. That decision? would require me to read up on the Bills quickly. Dan, <laughs> Dan from the Wildcat. Who do you like for Saturday? SU, NC State. Well, I, obviously, I like Syracuse. I think it's going to be a tight game, but I like Syracuse, and I think I think, and I don't want to jinx us, but I think if Syracuse can get the win, I think they're going to catapult a little. Love bit. it. Eyes. Yeah. Where can people find you online? Uh, Facebook, Wildcat Sports Pub, uh, WildcatPizzaPub.com. Um, I think we have a Twitter account. You <laughs> Just go that. down there and take Camillus. Yeah. <laughs> Just stuff your stupid faces with all their delicious food. It's so good. Go to the cat. All right, we love it. Thank, Thank you. you. Back Thank tomorrow. Thank you.